So uh, this is about two years down the road. You get really into uh, swing. A swing? Swing music. Oh, swing music. Like get- traditional swing or like modern dude swing? All, all swing. Okay. You can't get enough swing music. Okay. Is there a reason? Old, new. <clears throat> is it like fast, a, slow? There's a thing that like comes back again? or No. You were in a, a, a grocery store. Uh-huh. Uh, you were uh, shopping for food. Yeah. You picked up a Hungry Man dinner. God damn it. It's a beer batter, chicken, and cheese fries. <laughs> Jesus Christ. And you had this little routine you would do yeah. every time. It's kind of like your secret yeah. that you keep. Yeah. You know, where it's like if your girlfriend knew that you were eating this, <laughs> she wouldn't get mad and she like wouldn't say anything to you. Yeah. But you could tell that like she'd be disappointed. I mean, I'm disappointed in myself. But you're not. You love it. <laughs> yeah. So whenever she's out of town, you will go and get the, the beer batter, chicken and cheese fries, hungry man dinner. Yeah. Um, and you have this little routine you do every time you pick it up. You hold the box up to your face. <laughs> yeah. And uh, you start singing uh, to the tune of Let's All Go to the Lobby. <laughs> yeah. Beer, batter, chicken, and cheese fries. Beer, butter, chicken, and cheese fries. Beer, chicken, and cheese fries are going in my belly. So you would sing that. Uh, <laughs> Every time. And so every true. time you did it, people would see you. You didn't give a fuck, dude. <laughs> I didn't give a fuck. Like, people would look at I'm you, and you would fuck. just think to yourself, yeah, they also la- they also laughed at Christ. Yeah. You know what I mean? Galileo. Yeah. They laughed yeah. at Galileo. They laughed at Jesus Christ. They're yeah. laughing at you. They can la- You think to yourself, they can laugh all they want in, 40, in probably 40 to 45 minutes. I'm going to have this beer batter, chicken, and cheese fries. In my belly. In my belly. Man. And who will be laughing then? Me. Me so yeah. hard, fuck yeah, dude! Like you're super into this, yeah. And what happened was, as you're kind of uh, humming your song, "Beer, Batter, Chicken, and Cheese Fries" to yourself, and again, it's not super loud, but it's definitely loud enough that people are like, "Oh, this guy is," I think he's singing to his "Beer, Batter, Chicken, and Cheese Fries." Like nothing happens, but they're definitely they can definitely see you, but you don't. Yeah. But again, dude, it's you, you're just like who whatever, cares? dude. Yeah, who cares? What else do I have? Or is yeah. that it? That's it. That's the only thing you went to go buy. Okay. And uh, as you were a special trip for it. Yeah. Okay. Because your girlfriend was gone. Where's she at? She's dead. God fucking damn it, Pat. God damn it. Your girlfriend died. Uh, so what happened was uh, you kind of had this, you know, other, otherwise hilarious uh, situation happen where um, <sighs> you, uh, <clears throat> you invited your uh, boss over for dinner. <laughs> yeah. And um, you just forgot that you did that, and then like as you're leaving work, he w- what he was like, all right, I'll I'll see you for dinner, and you go totally, and then as you walk out, you're like, what the fuck did that mean? Oh no, and you race home, and yeah. uh, you got your girlfriend. You're basically saying your girlfriend like, okay, look, we have to cook dinner for um, my boss. He's coming over. Like if this doesn't go well, I might get fired. Why would I get fired? Based on whether or not my boss enjoys dinner. I'm not a chef. Yeah, he's a, but he's like a foodie. And this somehow plays into like my formal review. Yeah. That what happens at, at the end of uh, yeah the review at the end of every year, it's like your job performance, uh, what worked, what didn't work. They'll, they go over the numbers and stuff. Yeah. And he also uh, rates your um, cooking skills. All right. I mean, I feel pretty good about that. I'm a pretty good cook. Yeah. 
How much time do I have? You have like 45 minutes. I have 45 right? minutes. Yeah. So basically, you, uh, you, you like you, you yell <clears throat> at your girlfriend, even though really you should have been yelling at yourself. This sucks, man. You go, you go. We gotta cook dinner. My goddamn boss is coming over. And, she, and, then, and then she goes. I say my call. I call them my goddamn boss. Yeah, you say it to her, and then she goes, yeah. uh, "Hello to you too." And like you kind of laugh a little bit. You both laugh. I call it my just eases goddamn, attention. You call them, yeah, goddamn boss is going over. Yeah. So you yell. Yeah, sucks. You yell that at her. <laughs> So loud that like the window cracks a what? little bit. In Fuck your you! Yeah, come on. It cracks in the shape of a pentagram. Why? I don't know. So, uh, you guys uh, like furiously cook dinner, uh, and then what um, do we cook? Meatloaf and mashed potatoes. We make a goddamn meatloaf in forty-five minutes. Quick. Yeah, dude. Holy shit! Meatloaf, Matt. mashed potatoes, uh, green beans with butter, side of gravy. You call it your wavy gravy. <laughs> Why? Uh, because when you're you got you learn how to make gravy in such a way that when you put it in the gravy boat, it was constantly moving and it looked like there were actually waves on top of it. It was constantly moving and like how that seems magical, Pat. And what happens is, uh, like when the moon is full, the waves are like big. And when the moon really isn't there, there's not that many waves. And this is a standard gravy? Your wavy gravy. It's called Aaron's wavy gravy. Why is it, why are there way, why is it, number one, why is it always moving? Number two, how have we not harnessed, it, harnessed that idea to create a perpetual motion machine? Um, so it's always moving just because it's just the rest, that's just the way, you know, you learned how to make it. But that means that it's always moving. Yeah. When you take, yeah, it's just, a, it's a crazy thing. God damn it. Life is a, a, tr- a truly wonderful thing. So you you make your wavy gravy and all this stuff, and then uh, you're like, yeah, like you think to yourself, all right, well, he'll be here in like five minutes. And then you look at your your girlfriend and you go, I'm gonna change my goddamn clothes. You run into uh, your bedroom, you get changed, you look fucking great. Yeah, hell yeah. You got a uh, like a red tie, button up shirt. Oh man, you know what I mean? Suit jacket. I I cooked a meatloaf. For like a suit jacket and tie dinner, yeah. So um, seems like a bad move. So your boss shows up and um, he's wearing the exact same outfit you are. Hell yeah, that's a good sign. And and he's like, and he looks at you and he goes, "Hey, nice outfit there, Brooksy. Thanks." Uh, His name is uh, Pete Sausage. (laughs) Pete Sausage. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. And he goes, but call me the Sausage King. No, I'm not going to call you the Sausage King. It's just been his nickname for uh, his whole life. Do we have like a cool relationship? You and the Sausage King? He is a nice enough guy. Me and Pete Sausage, yeah. Yeah. So he is a nice enough guy. So what happens is uh, you cook this meal for him and stuff. Yeah. And uh, it turns out you fucked fucked the recipe up. God damn Uh, it. You had a list of his uh, allergies, but... um, what you did is instead of like, oh, don't put this stuff in, you put extra. God damn it. Extra mushrooms. God damn it. You know what I mean? Uh, and then um, he eats it and uh, his head explodes. Jesus, Pete. And you go, holy shit, Pete sausage. And then your girlfriend goes, what? It turns out she's allergic to the same stuff. Her head explodes too. What the fuck? Yeah. How is she allergic to mushrooms? How? Uh, yeah, we've had them. I mean, I'm just telling you what happens. Uh, so the, uh, both heads uh, explode and you're showered in the blood. Uh, that but, sucks. Yeah. So anyway, so you get your uh, beer batter, chicken and cheese fries, 
And as you're walking uh, over to the register, you just hear like, bow, 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 like from like the, the state, like the music, you know? Yeah. And you're just, and you think to yourself like, what the heck? And then you start listening to it. And it goes, the whole like the actual band kicks in and stuff. The Planters Nuts commercial. Yeah, dude. And you're like, holy, and you just remember thinking to yourself, oh my God, these cats can swing. Yeah, man. They made nuts look sexy. So you get super into swing music. That drives me into swing music. It just, it was just one of those things where, you know, like you just hear a song at the right time in your life in the right circumstances. You know what I mean? So never driven me like that. Yeah. But that was before you heard this song, dude. You heard it and it transforms your life. That song from the, the nut commercial. You start like going to like watch swing shows. Yeah. You take a swing dancing lessons. What's the first swing band I go see? Um the Jimmy Smiths. The Jimmy Smiths. Yeah. Okay. Named after the actor. Named after the actor, Jimmy Smith. <laughs> they just love his work. They're like, hey, hey, dude, like, you know, the prequels, like, he was in them, and look, they kind of suck, but he was good in them. Yeah, but is that like a theme of their music? Yeah, they, well, that's like their stage banter. They just talk about Jimmy Smith's and his contributions uh, to the arts. Okay. So you see them first, and they, they're they just, you fucking love them, man. Are you're they good? Su- yeah, you're into it. They fucking swing. You start, like, going on swings. <laughs> like, you would like... Like at a park. Sometimes you'll go to a park and you'll put on headphones, you'll listen to swing music as you swing, and you just like think to yourself, like, this is probably what they do. Man, I love a good swing. I got to be honest with you. Yeah. You know what? I got to be honest with you. I love a good swing. You start swinging, and you're swinging high. Man, that's something you you probably didn't know about me. I had no idea, but you keep going higher. I love it, dude. And higher. So good. And higher. Yeah. And higher. And you yeah. think to yourself, I can't possibly get any higher. Yeah, man. You fucking go higher, dude. I'm it's worried not, about breaking the chain. Yeah. You know? You're like so and like you're listening to like bum, swing. Bum, yeah. Bum bum bum. bum. And then bum, right bum, when the when it goes like that at the beginning, you just go sailing off of the swing. Oh shit. You soar through the air. Perfect time. You're up very high. So you soar through the air for like ninety seconds. What? Yeah, you go far. That's so and, far. You go far and high. But as you're going, you're still going. Like you're keeping the rhythm as you're going. You like crash and land on the ground. There were these kids playing soccer. Fuck you. And they kind of like looked over right as you, like they were like filming themselves playing soccer, like just being dumb kids, you know? Yeah, yeah. And they go, what the hell? And they turn the camera. And they see your body land in the middle of like the um, the soccer field, and they run towards you, and they just hear you yell, "Ow, my bottom!" Oh. And they go, "Are you okay, Mister?" And how the fuck did I survive a ninety second <laughs> fall, Pat? How? How does that doesn't make any sense? Yeah, I, I mean, hey man, I just stranger things have happened. No, Pat, that would be the strangest thing. Nobody's going to fall 90 seconds, land on ground, go out my bottom. Well, see, that's why it hurt your bottom so bad, is that you were in the air for that long, and you go, ow, my bottom. And uh, they go, are you okay, mister? And then you you turn to them, there's tears in your eyes, and then you just go, my bottom. I probably hurt real bad. I'm probably real confused. Yeah. So that video goes viral. My bottom probably does hurt. It hurts so bad, dude. 
It hurts. That's fine. So bad. This all hurts. Yeah. So, uh, it, you know, the video goes viral and it's just like this weird thing. Uh, you never see a percent of the money. God. So you start going to watch these like swing bands and stuff like that. Yeah. And, um, at some point, you just feel like, like maybe I should start a swing band. You remember your days in the past of playing music, and you, yeah, you remember how much fun it was, and you remember like, you you think to yourself, you know, I take comedy so seriously, but this would just be like a fun, cool thing. Yeah, blow off some steam. If it doesn't go well, who cares? It's you know, it's swing. And then you think to yourself, I fucking care, but like you just don't, you know. So I join a swing band. Well, you decide to start one because I start a swing band. What happens is you start like, it's this thing where when you first started getting into swing. You fucking like would go and watch, and every band was impressive. Yeah, because you're like, how could they even do this? Like, yeah. this is crazy. And then the more you learn about swing, yeah, uh, you're the more you're like, oh, I could fucking do this. These, these guys suck. You know so what, I mean? what am I? What what am I doing in the band? Well, before you start the band, what happens is you go to like watch um these like different ska bands play. You're going to watch one. So it's ska now. Oh, sorry, swing. I apologize. Swing? Yeah, you, you go okay. to watch this one band. They're called. Uh, uh benny and the zest oh benny and the zest yeah i guess uh, yeah so uh that sucks is that supposed to be like reminiscent of benny and the jets but it's just fucking dumb it's zest i mean benny and the zest what happened was like like before they played their first gig they were like, um, what happened was they're a bunch of these like they're like these like punk kids kind of like thrown together at the last second because they, they, all these kids went to go watch this uh, swing band and didn't show up. Yeah, and the manager of the club was like, "We got to have someone go up there." And oh, those man. kids, and he goes, "You, you know, you kids, get up there." And then they go, they go up there and they they play like the set of their lives, and everyone freaks out and they go, "What do you, you know?" Someone in the crowd yells, "What's your band called?" And then they just went, they're on the spot, they had to make it up on the spot, and they went, "Oh, we're called Benny and the." Zest. Was one of the kids named Benny at least? None of them. Oh, that sucks even worse. No, they all have, they all have <laughs> biblical names. Oh, okay. So uh you go to watch Benny and the Zest play, and you just think to yourself, like, this fucking sucks. And you where can't are they playing. Where are they playing? Yeah, like what kind of venue is it? Like what kind of yeah. Um, they are playing at uh, Kick Butt Coffee on Airport Road. <laughs> okay, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, I feel like that's where a swing band would play. Yeah, you go there, you see uh, Dan, the man behind the bar. Oh yeah, you walk in, you lock eyes. What's up, Dan? He nods at you. You nod at him. Just two guys respecting each other. I hope the code to the bathroom hasn't changed. And he winks at you as you walk past. I'm about to go drop a bomb. The code is six nine six six. Six six nine. <laughs> so anyway, so uh, you go to see Benny and the Zest play a kick with coffee. Yeah, uh, are they good? Well, the crowd likes them, but yeah. you just think to yourself, "This sucks." And at one point, you actually sh- you don't realize you. It's almost like you don't realize you do this. Like you don't mean to. Yeah. But you shout, "These cats can't swing!" Oh no, I'm starting to fight. Yeah, and people are like, "What?" And it starts into a whole thing. And as these guys just beat the shit out of you, you keep yelling, "What? These cats can't swing!" They beat the shit out of me. Yeah, they don't kill you or anything, but like, oh no, they just beat the shit out of me at a fucking swing concert. The worst place to get the shit beaten out of you at. Yeah, Dan doesn't know. He's just so busy making drinks that otherwise yeah. he would have saved you. He's a good guy, but um, so every time you go to watch a, a swing band play, eventually you you yell out, 
these cats can't swing and you just get the shit kicked out of you. Why am I doing this still? You can't help it, dude. How many times does this happen? It happens like 15 times. God damn it, Pat. And uh, I just take 15 ass kickings because I won't shut up at how bad swing music is in Austin. Yeah, and how these cats can't swing. I'm a fucking idiot. That sucks. Yeah. But you're like, but yeah, you're an idiot, but you're an idiot for swing, dude. So um, you and eventually the last so fucking man the last concert that you go to the last swing show yeah uh, the band is called um, uh, Daniel Swingstein but that's his actual name what Daniel Swingstein that's his real name it's just his name and he doesn't want to talk about it so you go there and and after you again do your old thing where you scream these cats can't swing and you get beat up as they pull you out. Daniel swings scene on stage yells, well, you know, I'd like to see you try. Yeah. Bitch. They throw you out into the cold night. Man. You sleep on the street. Why? I'm just knocked unconscious. Oh, okay. So you wake up uh, the next day, the sun hits your eyes. Awful. You're like, oh, fuck. So you decide you're going to start your own swing band. And um, you eventually start like recruiting guys and stuff. And you have like a full horn section, you know. What are we called? Um, You guys are called... Aaron Brooks and the Busybodies. Uh, that's, that's terrible. Yeah. It's not the best name, I suppose, but they're no. worse. You had a bunch no. of you rejected. Like, you thought you you thought to yourself, you said to them, like, why don't we call ourselves the Fuck Sticks? No, no. And they all shouted you down, and you were, like, yeah. pretty pissed about it. And, like, Good. you're still, you still think of it as the Fuck Sticks? No, we're not the Fuck Sticks, Pat. Well, no, they all- Fucking swing band- Called the fuck sticks. I, I mean, yeah. So I'm just, yeah, this is what happens. So, uh, and you do like a whole like routine on stage where that like sucks where you'll, you'll say to them, like, you'll like dance on stage and you'll go like, you know, guys, I've been noticing around town that some of these cats can't swing. And then everyone in the band uh, stops what they're doing and they all go meow. Oh no. Everyone is dressed like a cat. You have like a cat's tail and like cat ears and stuff. It was just like a gimmick you thought of. And Aaron you, Brooks and the what? Uh, the busybodies. Busybodies. Yeah. And every time you go, you know, you you know, I've been going around town, and I gotta tell you guys, we're a cat themed swing band. And you go, I gotta tell you guys something. I've been watching these swing bands play, <laughs> so called swing bands, because guess what? These cats can't swing. Meow. That's the worst thing I've ever heard. Yeah, you're not popular. People don't like it. Uh, Why would they? The problem is that I sound like a real asshole. Why am I being so rude? It's your stage persona. Your stage. Your stage name is Aaron Brooks. That's uh, my real name. I know, but, but you spell it B R O O X X X. All right, that's kind of cool. Yeah, you know, that's pretty cool. It's yeah. So so you're doing that. I would like that. Yeah. So you uh, and like you make a point to tell people too yeah. when you're on stage. You go, yeah, hello, uh, you know, I'm Aaron Brooks, B R O O X X X. Yeah, yeah. We are Aaron Brooks and the Busybodies. So, uh, and people don't like your band. Like you're not very good. <sighs> Well, that uh, sucks. The main problem isn't 
It's not that your band is bad. It's just that, and to your eternal shame, you can't get the band to swing. You have a swing deficiency. And it's and like, you think of all the times you've been ashamed in your life, and you think to yourself, they all pale, pale in comparison to this. You wish you could have those moments instead of this shame you feel now. You know what I mean? That sucks. It bothers you. That sucks. You go back to the um, that swing you were on when you flew ninety seconds, and you kind of went there to like, kind of like unwind to feel better. <sighs> swing set's gone. Good. It's like it Good was never there. Good. A tumbleweed. Fuck that tumbleweed. Goes past. Well, this sounds like I I'm miserable and I suck and I'm a terrible person. I wouldn't criticize other swing bands, knowing full well I couldn't myself swing. Well, you kind of assumed you could. Well, I'm an idiot. Why would I do that? I don't. I mean, why wouldn't I start a band to be like, hey, let's get some perspective here? Yeah, I'm a fucking asshole. Well, these are probably quite you know things you probably should have considered before you started the swing band. But so you uh, you go home, you know, the busybodies, the busybodies, and they're dependent on you. Like you told them to, you're like, look, here's things you need to know about this band. You got to swing and you got to quit your job. You got to devote your time to this band. And they were all like so inspired by how into it you were. Well, that's on them. I can't help it. So all 15 members quit their jobs. 15? Yeah. <laughs> this is a 16 person band? Well, yeah, it's a swing band. There, there's like a whole bunch God of. God damn. We're never going to make a goddamn dime. There's a guy with like a hurdy gurdy. You don't really know, know what how the he fuck got that in is, there, but that sounds infuriating. It's like a theremin player. It's kind of a strange band. So you're kind of like, you have all this like. Uh, we have a theremin. Yeah. You have all this. Um, stuff there's a guy who paints on stage while you're it's a yeah so you are um, paying that guy yeah god damn it what his art's really good oh well all right so um you're kind of you go home and you're kind of like freaked out you don't even know how you're gonna provide for this band yeah how you can finally swing you're trying to like eat healthy and stuff no this is not true you're eating a uh what you've been doing is you've been taking uh, just like salad and like, th- you know, throwing tomatoes in there and like mushrooms and, and stuff like that. And you've been taking your uh, beer batter chicken and cheese fries. Beer batter chicken and cheese fries. You sing the song as you do it. You you actually take like the, the chicken, and, chicken and you put it in the salad. So you're like, I'm being healthy, but I'm also eating, you know, my beloved. I'm being, I'm being a little naughty. Yeah, and you feel naughty, dude. Healthy and naughty. Yeah, time. you feel naughty when you fucking do it. Yeah, dude. So you're kind of chewing your salad and your chicken, and you're not really yeah. paying attention. You're kind of just like thinking about this problem. Yeah. And it's almost, it takes a second before you before it registers, but you hear this voice, and it's almost like it's coming from your salad. God damn it. You hear just a, what do you do? Yes, are avast, ye matey. You're like, what the fuck's going on? What you the look, fuck is happening, Pat? You look down, and in the salad, there's like a large tomato, and uh, the tomato, a um, large tomato, like a whole tomato, a whole tomato, a large whole tomato got into my salad. Yeah, how? It was just in the salad, I guess. I don't know. How large of a tomato are we talking? I mean, it's not absurdly large, but it's it's large enough that you're like, oh shit, a tomato. And what's what really 
What really catches your eye, not just the size of it, but it appears to be like dressed like something. Like it, it, it looks like it's dressed like a pirate. Oh, it, it has a, like a pirate hat and it has like a pirate beard and stuff. There's like a, a mouth yeah. and two eyes on it. Yeah. And, and you don't know how it's doing this because it has no arms, but it's almost like next to the arms is floating a, uh, like a little like, um, one of the, like a toothpick that looks like a sword. Yeah. Oh, it's a sword. Yeah. Classic. Yeah. Like I went to a Denny's earlier. Yeah. It's like, it's, it's like his hand is there holding it, but it's, it yeah. just looks invisible. And he goes, uh, R Aaron, my name is Tomatey and I want to be your first matey. <sighs> This is so fucking dumb. He goes, and he goes on to tell you in his pirate. Fuck. He has like a terrible pirate voice. And he goes on to tell you. Tomatey? Tomatey. Tomatey the first matey. And he uh, (laughs) tells you that he's part of this like group. They're called the Tomato Squad. (laughs) And uh, basically what happens is it's almost like they're like a, like a, like an intelligence network, a surveillance network. Yeah. Anytime there's a tomato, the tomato squad can see what's going on. Okay. Yeah. And uh, he goes on to explain that he you know, he used to be a, a pirate. Uh, a pirate. Yeah, he would sail the uh the ranch sea. The ranch sea? Yeah. Where's that? It's he's kind of vague, but he goes on he explains that it's like a sea of ranch uh that that he would uh, go on and um so why is he sailing a sea of ranch? Sometimes he would go down uh like a, a creek of balsamic vinaigrette and it's like this whole thing. So Basically, where is he from? Tomatey? He's yeah, tomato Pat, squad. T- fucking tomatey. The tomato squad. <laughs> yeah, we're, but where is... <sighs> Whatever. So, he, so he basically, he, he, he goes, God Arr. damn it. He goes, R, matey, I know ye can't swing. And he goes, help <sighs> me, and I can teach you how to swing, R. This guy just wants to be your first matey, dude. He wants to help you out. And he goes, all he needs in exchange is a favor. What's the, what's the favor? And he goes, um, you have to kill a man. Arr. I have to kill a man so that I can learn to swing. Yeah. So basically, there's been a, a serial killer in Austin that you've been reading about, in the, or hearing about the news, rather. It's called the, uh, the catch-up killer. And what he does is he uh, he'll like grab people like he'll like kind of do like a Dexter thing where he puts like a needle in your neck and you're kind of like immobilized and then he pours a bunch of ketchup into your mouth until you suffocate and die. That's horrific. Yeah, and he's killed 19 people so far. And he go and basically he explains he goes he goes R help us kill the ketchup killer and you can swing, matey. All right. He goes, as sure as I've conquered the blue cheese forest, I can teach you how to swing. I say, okay, where do I, where do I go? What do I do? What the fuck do I do? Yeah. Um, so he, he goes on to tell you that uh, he kind of explains like where you have. So basically this guy, he's staying at uh, a hotel uh-huh. in, um, downtown. And uh, basically, like, he's like, here's, he gives you, like, the the, the room number that he's going to be at. Yeah. And he's like, he basically goes, like, you know, R, you're on your own now, laddie. Okay. 
Do you, uh, do you, do you agree to do it? Yeah. And he winks at you. Uh huh. And then after you blank, it's just like a normal tomato. So it's the, he's staying at the W downtown. Okay. What? Yeah. Okay. On the 13th floor. Um, room 666. What's your plan? I would call the police. <laughs> I would call the cops. Okay. So you, you <laughs> wait, why? I would call the cops and I say, I know where the ketchup killer is. Okay. So you, you call 911. Uh-huh. Uh, and they answer the, the answer. They're like, 911, how can we help you? 911, I know where the ketchup killer is. I, I think I have a tip. I want to call in a tip. And you just hear like from across the room, you just hear like a, <clears throat> and you look over and it's the, and you see like a tomato, the first matey. Uh, he's on a different tomato this time, but he like, and he's waving the sword at you like, no, don't, don't tell him. So the 911 operator goes, uh, oh my God, the ketchup killer. Where is it? Also, what is your favorite season? Um, We're taking a poll. I'm a summer man. So my birthday is, school's out, hot nights. You yeah. know what I mean? She goes, I, I know what you mean, brother. And you hear like, like write, scribble something down. Anyway, so what's up with this ketchup killer? Uh, I have it on good authority. He's the W Hotel. You look over, mm, and the and to maybe the maid is waving the sword at you, like, "Don't tell him. It's got to be you." I can't. And she and she and she goes, "Oh my god, at the W Hotel. But what floor and what room number?" Um, thirteenth floor, room six six six. And she goes, "That sounds ominous." Yeah, no shit. <laughs> and she goes, "Well, okay." Uh. Yeah, I get. I'll, I'll send a squadron over. Thanks. Thank you. Thank you for doing this, man. Yeah, I hate that ketchup killer. It's a fucking travesty. I, I, the police should be handling this one hundred percent. She goes one one hundred percent. She goes, yeah. I've always been more of a mustard gal myself, anyway. Hey, you're preaching the choir. I love mustards. And she goes, fuck yeah, fuck yeah, dude. Man, this is great. Thank you for taking the time to talk to me today. And she goes, you know, I appreciate I, your candor. She goes, of course. Thank you so much. She goes, look, I know maybe this is like inappropriate, but I feel like we have like a connection. It feels, it feels like it. And she goes, I look, this is crazy. I've never done this before. I swear to Jesus Christ. But, uh, it's a little much. She goes, man, maybe we could like hang out and get some coffee or something sometime. Uh, she goes, I, you know, I, I'm getting off. Uh, my boyfriend just died. Oh man, I'm in a weird place myself. My yeah, girlfriend was running- also just died. And she goes, "Oh, that's crazy." He goes, "Yeah, mine uh, uh was the top of the Eiffel Tower and slipped on a baguette and landed on a bed of spikes." Jesus Christ, that's what horrible. happened to yours. That's I don't want to talk about it. So she goes, "Well, look, can we um get together?" I, I don't think it's a good idea. I I'm not I'm not in a good place. And then she goes, "Wait, what the hell?" And she goes, "What?" Like she's like someone else is talking to her. And uh-huh. She's like, "Holy shit!" She's like that fucking squadron of cops we sent over. They're all dead, filled to the brim with ketchup. Holy shit, that sucks. And she goes, "Yeah, you guys better call the state cops." And she goes, "Man, every single cop that we sent there was on their last day before retiring." Well, who's coming in tomorrow? She goes, "I don't know." Goes, who's gonna watch the city tomorrow? Is it we about to plunge into chaos and crime? She's like, "Look, we didn't want to tell anyone, but." 
it's a whole thing. We'll figure. We'll, we'll recruit somebody. We'll figure it out. She's like, look, I gotta go. Um, you know, if you want, meet me, meet me tomorrow at um, the Grand at eight thirty. Oh, I love you. I, she hangs up. I, yeah. I hang up and I go about my life and I definitely avoid the grand. I probably stay home. Yeah. No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't stay home, but I would go out somewhere. Well, where would you go? No, I would probably just stay home. So you end up staying home and um, you never see tomato, tomato, the matey ever again. Yeah. Sometimes like you'll wake up and you'll like think you see him out of the corner of your eye. And you're like you'll whip your head towards it, but like it's just a record tomato. And like for a while, you you kind of find yourself thinking like, man, like you know, you have all these these weird things happening to you. Your your girlfriend's dead. Yeah, uh, Jesus. You're you know probably hallucinating this tomato. Like like things are going not well for you. Yeah. And you think to yourself, man, if only I had someone in my quarter. If only I had like a like a friend, someone I could count on. If only I had like a, I don't know how else to put this, a first mate. No. I find that th- things probably would be like a lot better. So I'm regretting this decision. I could trace my downturn in, in like, uh, yeah. So you like, uh, you, yeah, you, ne- you don't like, you just work a bunch of like dead end jobs the next uh, five years. You just kind of like bounce from job to job. You don't really give a shit what you do. Comedy falls by the wayside. You kind of uh, isolate yourself and then. Man, this is my worst fucking nightmare. Five years later to the day, you yeah. uh, leave uh, the shack that you've been renting. The sh- I'm living in a shack? Yeah, you live on a uh, the shack a shack of a, that's in a public school. What? You, yeah, you live on the grounds of a public school. You rent it from the school. And uh, What's you- my rent? 80 bucks a month. Oh, well, at least there's that. There's no running water. And every morning, if you don't like wake up early enough like to like leave for the day or whatever like the kids will come and like shake your shack and they'll yell shack man shack man no. <laughs> what that's fucking awful yeah. shack man you're the shack man so uh five years to the day you wake up pretty early and you're like oh these goddamn kids aren't gonna call me the shack man and you know shake my shack around you, shack you found man. it very frightening and uh you leave and uh standing in front of you is this dude you never seen before and you're like can i help you and he goes, five years ago, you did. And he holds up uh, two giant things of ketchup, and the, he squirts them into your mouth. God damn it. You suffocate. God damn it. And he just laughs. He pees on you and leaves. What? Yeah, he pees all over you. And then uh, in, the, in your last moments before you die, uh, off in the distance, you see a uh, a pale figure. <laughs> Riding a blood red horse. Yeah. And you think to yourself, the pale rider will be here soon. You don't know what that means. And then you suffocate on the, you choke to death on the, uh, the ketchup, ketchup and the piss and the ketchup pill killer. No, no, the piss didn't kill you. It was just unpleasant. Okay. And in the Osmo, after you see the pale rider, the coming of the pale rider, you just hear, R. Could have been easier, matey. And you die. God damn it! You didn't help to you didn't help to matey the first matey. That sucks. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> 
That was Victoria's idea. That sucks. So bad. <laughs>